So, all right, so now we're live. Welcome to the call. And I just wanna remind you as always um, to take notes on your ahas. And then after you take notes on your ahas, write down what your action steps are going to be, how you are going to bring that insight, that you know idea that resonated with you, maybe elevated your frequency a little bit more, and how you're going to turn that into action throughout the week, you know, um, in the most creative way possible, in a way that will really serve your vision, like we were talking um, about just now with Susan, in a way that's going to serve your, your uh, weekly goals in your WAP, in a way that, you know, will really help you move the needle forward. So don't forget about your, your action steps. So that being said... We already started talking a little bit about clarity of vision and goals with something that Susan brought to the call, which was a really great question um, about how to get really clear on your goals and your visions. And what I shared is that it's really important to be clear on what the purpose behind that goal is so that it excites you and to tap into how you want to feel um, or how you, you feel today that you're going to feel once you achieve that goal. And if that makes sense to you today. So for instance, um, if you have a, a certain goal and you aren't sure exactly why you're choosing that goal, if it's just ambition and drive, or you know, if it's really going to have a ripple effect in your life, just ask yourself the question, how is this going to impact my life once I achieve that goal? And once my life is impacted in this way, how, how will that make me feel? So kind of as a North Star for goal setting. Mm. And then that brings me to uh, the second quarter goals. So you've been working on this a little bit with Carmen. Um, but last week also, um, the ladies who joined the call um, hadn't set their Q2 goals yet. And that's something I really strongly advise that you do. Um, because it's a great way to, I mean, we have sometimes our, our annual goals, right? Like 2021 goals. And then we have our weekly goals. But it's good to kind of have you know the fragment of three months because sometimes what we believe we're going to achieve in one month we achieve in three months or what we believe that we're going to achieve in one year we achieve in three months depending on what it is so it's kind of you know kind of like a a guide you know to see what to get to know ourselves much more like what do I move fast with and what takes me more time? You know, sometimes rationally, you know, we're like, okay, this takes a certain amount of time because of logistics and how long it takes for me to talk to people and schedule meetings. So by logic, it's going to take me one month. But then the human aspect comes into play. And maybe you need a little more time to get close to that. Or maybe you, you're so used to doing it that it makes no sense for you to set that goal for one month if you can do it in a week. So it's a way of getting to know yourself, your rhythm, 
so that you know where to tweak, you know, your personal development, your personal training with certain business goals and business strategies and where you're fine. And maybe you can, you know, challenge yourself a little bit more. So that's, that's, um, that's a good reason to set, you know, quarterly goals. Of course, for the business aspect, a lot of things are done quarterly. So, but also for personal development. Um, so how are you ladies doing with that? Were you able to, you know, kind of like download your, your Q2 goals? Have you thought about it? Um, how do you set your um, Q1 goals uh, last quarter? And if so, you know, did you take a look at what you were able to achieve, um, what you still want to continue to work on and build on for this next quarter? Feel free to share. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I've set um, my Q, you're calling them Q1, aren't you? Q2, is that, I don't know why I'm so confused because I'm, I'm working on the Australian financial year and I'm like, quick Q3, Q4, but it doesn't matter. Well, right now we just started um, the second quarter, so Q two, and yeah, like yeah. the beginning of April. I know it's just in my head. It's it, I'm working to the financial year, but it's okay. Um, yeah, so I I set um, very lofty uh, three month goals. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of things. I'm just looking at there, and oh my god, there's heaps of stuff. And uh, I think you know it's really interesting what you're saying about what do I move fast with, what takes more time. Uh, but for me, you know, I I have. I'm touching parts of what I've set, but I'm just pleased I set them because I know that I'm closer, even though I haven't achieved them. Just mm-hmm. having them up there, looking at them, because I'm doing things that I wasn't doing before. So it's just taking me longer to implement them and actually, you know, get them uh, up and running fully. But, yeah, I'm, I am pleased that I'm, um, I think I'm, you know, 30% in, better mm-hmm. than no percent in, you know. Yeah. Um, so my Q two goals, um, they're probably not as bigger, and they're a little more specific. So d- just uh, things that I want to get consistent about. So and just keep that consistency up. Um, and 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 I've made sure I put some fun things in there. So planning for um, time away. Mm. and you know holidays and things um good for you yeah okay so you have your you have your business goals and then you have some you know uh play uh play plan profit (laughs) type of goals yes 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 um and you know exercise goals and uh and you know green juice goals (laughs) having a few more green juices good absolutely Mm. yeah okay Awesome. And how do you feel about those goals that you set? Do you feel that there's anything that you would need to tweak in order for those, um, for that quarterly plan to support you into, you know, moving closer to the things that are more challenging for you? Um, No, I tell you what needs to be tweaked is what I do, um, some additional things I'm doing in my life. And I really have been thinking, gosh, they're so distracting. They just so uh, take up a lot of time in my mental state and just time management. And I'm really thinking about scaling that back. 
so I can focus on these things that I know will increase the income from this area of my life. Mm, so I, I think, yeah, just wanting to make sure that I, I'm getting closer, I know, to scheduling time that I block out, and I've had a lot of trouble with that. Um, that's where I'm at. I think that's the tweaking is just going, I need to block. But to block, I need to get rid of some things because those things are not predictable and they upset my schedule. Okay, good. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's great progress, Vicki, because sometimes yeah. um, there's this thing to human psychology for some reason that integration is difficult for us, the concept of integration. Sometimes when we um, think about adding something to our schedule, right? Including, can you hear me? Yeah, we lost, we lost you for a bit. Oh no. <laughs> and he just, just momentary. So just repeat that bit. Okay. So the concept of integration is, is a little bit difficult for us because what we usually tend to do is to add something to our schedule or to take something from away from our schedule, but integrating something means moving the pieces around so mm. that not only do they make sense and shape and size, <laughs> you know, and what I mean with this is priorities, right? Um, but also in how we organize them. So yes, sometimes that means, you know, putting something in and taking something out. But really, it's, it's a whole movement. It, we move things around so that you have the time and space, we have the time and space to do the things that are most important to us. And that's, that's integration instead of adding, subtracting. Um, that requires us to kind of create the space for that, the context, having conversations with people who live with us, um, you know, or people who relate to us on a day-to-day -day life and ourselves, you know, prepare ourselves for that new thing that we're integrating because we're not used to it. Our brain ha doesn't have the neural pathways for that yet. So we need a little bit more time to sit down and get ready for that one thing that's super important. Um, so, so that's what it sounds like you're doing. And that's awesome because, you know, it's not, it does start off with, you know, like grabbing your WAP or your calendar, whatever, you know, you, you feel comfortable using when you draft this. Um, and saying, okay, this, this isn't going to go here anymore. This is what's going to go here. And then we don't think about, wait, when, when am I having lunch? When am I like, I don't know, <laughs> brushing my teeth? Uh, when am I commuting, you know, from here to there? Um, and then since we're not used to that one thing that we're including, that we're integrating, if we don't keep all those other things in mind, the first thing we're going to do is subtract it. Ah, I'll do it next week, you know? But if we really integrate it and create the space for it, then we're more likely to um, move forward with it. And then if we do it regularly, then it's not going to be so hard, you know, to remember to make the space. And it's just going to be like all the other things that we do in the week that are regular. So yeah, it takes intention. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. It takes intention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it is good to have it in front of you. And sure, I, I think actually um, uh, the bringing it into the three-month 
uh, being really intentional about a three-month goal is so helpful for me yeah. because otherwise it's the year and I'm not, you know, when you're not a natural planner, um, it's, you know, you really have to force yourself to, to get into the planning and this has helped heaps. Yeah. yeah. Just chunking it down and going, okay, that's important. And also I think the other thing I have done um, is I have attached something that I want, like, you know, I went for a facial yesterday. I, I decided to have a full, you know, it was a beautiful, and I haven't had that for years. I haven't indulged myself in that way and for a long time. And I thought, you know what I want? I want that every three months. I want to be able to do that every three months. Mm. And, and your kind of brain does go, okay, so what, what do you need to do to make sure you've got the money that you're not robbing from this pile of money? It's coming mm. from the, the, the source. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. And that makes it exciting too, doesn't it? Because mm, yeah, the game like, really. The yeah. Game. Like what, that's kind of what I was, um, uh, my feedback for Susan on, you know, how you want to feel and how is it going to impact your life? So even if we're just talking about a facial, it's not just a facial, it's something that brought you a certain feeling, right? Excitement or whatever feeling positive, and then that has a ripple effect in your life, right? How, how is that going to, getting that facial and feeling in that way, how is that going to impact the rest of your day, right? And if you associate it with, like, if you're having it every three months and you associate it with, you know, um, writing your quarterly goals and, and, and an action plan or something like that, then it makes it exciting. It's kind of like a self-care date with yourself, uh, yeah. And it's not just something that, oh man, I have to do my goals, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Um, that's a great hack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good. And, and the other thing, I'll just say this last one thing is I was always, um, when I do that, I'll do this. You know, when I achieve that, I'll, I'll treat myself there. I'll do this. I'll do that. And I've just completely this year gone, no, it's going to happen. There are some specific things that I want to have in my life now, and I'm just doing them. Good. And, and I think that's pulling me more. Uh, you know, you've got to kind of find what motivates you, doesn't it? And um, that's kind yeah. of what I yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's part of what um, Carmen talks a lot about this. It's uh, starting to include ingredients of the life that you envision, right? Your vision, kind of bringing those um, ingredients to life today because you start living that experience. It's like you're you're starting to have that embodied experience. We talked a lot about embodiment here. Bringing elements of your vision to the present moment so you start feeling that way today. And it has a huge impact in, you know, manifestation, it has a huge impact in your perspective of what's possible for you. So that's good. You're making good moves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm excited. Thank you. Awesome, Vicky. So anyone else want to share? It doesn't just have to be about the quarterly goals. Of course, ask anything. I will share. Yes, Renee. Can you, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. I applaud Vicki because I have not done my Q2 goals. I have not. So (laughs) 
There you go. I am letting the world know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just kind of go by the seat of my pants mm -hmm. and I'm still on the road of my journey when I started in Soulcraft and I'm just meshing it all together so I don't think Q1, Q2, Q3 mm -hmm. I'm just dragging it all in <laughs> to mm -hmm. the next months and I should not do that so I wrote down here and highlighted you need to do your Q2 goals Renee <laughs> shame on me <laughs> <laughs> no shame, no shame. We're gonna we're gonna take the shame away. <laughs> okay. Shame, shame is the enemy here. Oh, okay. No shame. I mean, you showed up here, and that's what these calls are for, basically. So, um, just one question: Did you uh, write down the your goals for the first quarter, or are you doing just monthly? You know what? <laughs> I think I've just been doing monthly. How did you know? <laughs> well, because you said month after month. So, yeah. so that's, <laughs> that's totally fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing your monthly goals. I mean, it's way better than not doing them at all. So I think that um, something that you can do if you've been doing your monthly goals is to take a look at your goals for January, February, and March. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And see what they were. Okay. And kind of reflect on if you were, um, you know, in a time capsule and you went back to January, right. <laughs> Around new year's taking a look at how you downloaded all your monthly goals. How would you set your quarterly goals? Or what title, like header, would you put for that quarter? Okay. Right? Good. All right. And then assess, you know, just take a moment to assess your goals. What worked? What didn't? Um, like I said before, with uh, observing your rhythms, with which things were you able to move uh, forward, you know, quickly or smoothly, and which things needed more time? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reason, ladies, the reason why I always kind of um, talk about rhythms, just kind of getting to know yourself and, and how you move with certain goals is so that you can detect um, where you need to train yourself. And there's usually something that's recurring. There's usually something that we're, we consistently have challenges with. And then some things that we, you know, learn faster but then there's one, there's, there's usually a thread of like a learning curve. And, um, and it's always good to see what works in supporting that, you know, um, how can I support myself this month with this thing, particularly that feels challenging to me? How can I support myself? Do I you know, ask for more guidance, um, you know, with my mentors, should I start working more with my teammates, because that feels more supportive? Should I create like a work date with myself with in a specific setting? Um, should I just reach out to people before even planning anything so that, you know, commit to somebody else 
And that commitment to somebody else will help me move no matter what and not postpone or procrastinate on it because somebody is waiting for my commitment, you know, to pull through. Um, so just kind of think about how can I support myself in training this part that's challenging for me. So that's something that you can do, Renee, um, you know, with your uh, first quarter goals, you know, take a look at what they all were and then kind of reflect, oh, well, you know, if I had to kind of like say what my quarterly goals were about, this would be the heading. And what do I want for the second quarter? And how can I support myself most with the challenging pieces? Okay. And the things that were easy peasy for me, okay, what ingredient can I add to it so that I don't lose momentum? Okay. Perfect. Yeah. How does and that feel? It feels good. <laughs> I, I want your recording so I can hear your voice all the time. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? There's the, the podcast. Um, yes. That's we right. upload this to the podcast. So you can, you can kind of check out when, when we're in minute 27 <laughs> Okay, for, so I'll, for, for your mantra. Or I'll use that when I go to bed at night and then I'll wake up in the morning and I'll know what I'm doing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever it takes. Okay. All right. And what, with everything else, how are you feeling? Me? Yeah. Oh, Oh, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. I did um, kind of revamp. I've been frustrated. And um, I'm just looking at my note here mm -hmm. about how to connect with, with clients or potential clients and, and my old school way of doing this business. So I went on... Um, Alive uh, the other day with Alexis Cervantes mm. and um, and what she does for reaching out and doing the business and so she does it on a calendar and each day she lists what she's going to do and so I printed that out because Stephanie, um, the regional manager, put that on there for us. Mm -hmm. And so I started that as of April 12th. That's when, and so it's so interesting what I should post as a suggestion, what I shouldn't do, but I could do if I want, because I don't say I'm not going to do something because you never know what's going to work. <laughs> right. And what she has suggested on her calendar has helped me so much. And like today is do a, a, a fun selfie. And I thought, oh, crap, I've got to do a selfie. <laughs> I mean, I'm not into that. But I notice all the younger generation is, like yourself, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, you got to get over this, Renee. Do your, do your selfie. And then after that, though, you're supposed to be what you're grateful for mm -hmm. with your picture. I just was sitting there and I'm going, oh, well, maybe I'll do a live. I just cut my hair like and I find just just so that I can connect with some people, because here 
we are so confined, we can't, we can't see anyone. So it's really difficult. And it's really, um, I'm a very social person. So this is really difficult. Yeah. So it was good because then friends write. And it was fun, Vicky, that you wrote. Uh, that was supportive. Thank you. So I, I, I could write in a bit of my protein yeah, shake good. recipe. Oh, awesome. I'll go back and have a look at that. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. But uh, Vicky, um, you, lo- you, you seem like you're much more excited and and focused and happy with what you're doing and i i um i like the idea of of um uh putting in the agenda every 3 months the calendar to plan that self care that's mm-hmm. a very good idea mm-hmm. yeah I'm going to add on. We lost you, Natasha. I'm still getting used to this, this connection, how it works. I don't, I need to figure that out because sometimes when I make the screen bigger, I don't know if I'm disconnecting myself or if it's just a connection issue. So I'm so sorry about that. I'm going to look into it so it doesn't happen. But I was listening to um, Renee before I disconnected and um, how she was sharing about, you know, posting a selfie and, you know, getting herself out there. And when I got back on the call, Michelle was talking a little bit about uh, uh, going live, right. And just doing it, just going for it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, even, even though I didn't finish uh, hearing what you're saying, Renee, I, you know, I'm, I'm younger. I'm like from the, you know, millennial <laughs> uh, era and still I'm not comfortable posting selfies and things like that. Um, but I found that the only way to really get comfortable, I don't know if comfortable is the word, maybe more comfortable than like terrified um, <laughs> is to start doing it. And there's this concept that we learn in somatic experiencing, which is the training that I'm, that I'm uh, in right now and that I all bring all those um, nuggets for embodiment and, and, and things like that we teach here is that when something feels too much, a little bit overwhelming that you're putting yourself way too out there and, you know, your nervous system is like, ah, you know, kind of like trying to shrink your, yourself back. Um, there's this uh, thing called titration, which means to kind of start doing it in a smaller scale or level or intensity that feels less overwhelming for you, but that starts getting your nervous system used to that new thing that you want to try. So if, you know, posting a selfie in your, I don't know, in, in your social media for everybody to see is too much for you, maybe start sharing it only with like your husband and your family and then some friends and then work colleagues and things like that. And then finally, you know, once you get it to your social media, you already have this feeling of, you know, being received by others. Um, So it's not, you know, like throwing yourself in the deep end basically. 
Um, and we tend to do that sometimes in personal development. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that approach. But, you know, sometimes it's counterproductive to throw ourselves in like the most challenging, most difficult and scary, you know, part of what we're trying to achieve because it has such an impact, like a shocking impact that we pull ourselves back way back, sometimes even further back than we were to begin with. So, you know, if you notice that it's that type of thing, I don't know that's if that's what you were speaking to that you were completely terrified or anything, but if it's, you know, something that there's a lot of resistance around, titrate it, you know, start doing it little by little. And that goes for any of our goals, you know, especially, you know, like the big five-year, 10-year vision. And you're like, oh, how am I going to start, you know, planning this out to get there and kind of like creates this monster <laughs> uh, that, you know, we're afraid of instead of being, being pulled forward by motivation. So, you know, you start titrating it and getting your nervous system used to certain things that make you feel uncomfortable. You can tell that it's nighttime here now. <laughs> it got dark really fast. <laughs> All right. Um, so who else wants to ask anything really? Um, well, going back to the goals, the I did set quarter two goals um, and something I saw with Carmen, I'm not sure where. Um, and so I did three for my business and three personal and, um, my big personal one for me was to swim more because I, I just absolutely love swimming and, um, it, it just brings me into a different state of being basically when I swim. That's great. And also for the fitness part, you know, I, it was kind of um, through one of the modules too, you know, how can I be more fit? So swimming is it for me. And then, so this morning I had it on my calendar, actually on my, on my lap to swim this morning. So, you know, I got up and for the first couple hours, I was like, should I go or should I not? Maybe I should, maybe I'll go a different day. You know, do I really want to go today? Oh, it's so much work. It's, I have to drive there and drive home, you know? And I was like vacillating back and forth. And um, I told myself, okay, just meditate for one minute and, and see what the answer is. And I, I did that. And then the answer was so clear because it was like, swimming makes you happy. If you don't swim today, you will be unhappy. <laughs> so, so I went swimming. Awesome. And I, so um, yeah, I'm just, it just feels good. And I'm so glad I did it. And good I accomplished, you. you know, accomplished a goal in a way. So good for you. Wanted you know, that. that's not the thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's, that's not really an easy thing to do when we're having that resistance creep in. And we start kind of, you know, ruminating and, you know, yeah. trying to I don't know, have like, it's like this inner battle. 
It is, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's this inner battle where externally nothing's happening, but internally there's this whole world of like conversations and analysis. Um, and yeah, of course that's going to show up with things that have a bigger impact and, you know, things that not also have a bigger impact, but that society tells us that it's not productive. Right. Sometimes. That was that, that came up too, right? You yeah. know, cause if I, it would took two hours to drive there, swim, come home, you know, cause it's like a 20 or 25 minute drive to go to the pool that's open. And, um, yeah, it's the best two hours ever. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, one yeah. of my coaching teachers used to tell us, um, she taught us about the functions of the brain and, you know, the lizard brain. Um, Carmen talks a lot about this as well. The one that, you know, just like automatically holds us back with resistance because it's Mm -hmm. out of our comfort zone, this and that. And she said, and on top of all of that in our brain, we have like this uh, business owner, you know, with a calculator saying, Oh, let me see two hours and then 25 minutes driving back and yep, not productive. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we kind of have to um, teach ourselves because really it's all about teaching ourselves and educating ourselves, re-educating ourselves because we're educated in a way that's, you know, well, that's not going to make you money. That's not going to, you know, uh, make you successful. And we are so wrong with that so wrong because we are so much more productive after we do those things Mm -hmm. that is fueling it's like Mm -hmm. you know you're you're stopping um you can't drive from one point to the other without uh, stopping by a gas station that's what you're doing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i was going to say that yeah just the fact that you did go you felt so much better. So then everything else in your business for the rest of the day will be so much better. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it sounds like you were like, and we all do that, like trying to talk yourself out of it. Oh, well, justifying all oh, the two out, blah, blah. But actually all it was, was a one minute decision because you, you sat and thought for one minute and then that's all it took. It took, so I, I, I don't know who taught this, but everything in life he was saying or she was saying it's is a two minute decision. Mm-hmm. Like you mustn't think, oh, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get red, blah, blah. I'm going to drive and go, go exercise and come back. No, no. The, the only decision you have to make is I will put my shoes on, open the door and walk out. That's it. Once you're out and driving, right. you're, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So good for you for going. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. Mel Robbins talks a lot about this. Um, I think it was a five-second rule. Yeah, the five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, the five, four, three, two, one. She Go. talks a lot about that. Yeah, <laughs> she's like you know, after trying so many things in life, and she's really funny too. The way she explains it the the thing that worked best for her was just uh, counting backwards from five to one so oh. that you don't let your thoughts you know interrupt that countdown 
and then you just go five, four, three, mm. two, one out of bed, five, four, three, two, one. I'm sitting there writing, you know, reaching out to that person uh, that I need to, you know, schedule an appointment with and, and so on with each of those things. And of course it was really, oh, really I'll simple and basic. Early. Oh. Am I here? Am I not? Yeah, you, you lost it. Hey, um, Natasha, before you go on, I'm just going to say, I, I do have to leave early. I've got to drop my husband to work. So sure, uh, I might drop off at any minute in the next minute or so. That's absolutely fine. Um, so what was it? Where was I with the five minute rule? Anyways, um, <laughs> she, she got so um, deep into this thing, which was just very basic, you know, just counting back from five to one, but still, even though it was basic, it was changing her life. So she started really doing deep research on why it actually works. Why does this simple thing work so much? And that's because she's interrupt, uh, interrupting the reptilian brain, you know, where resistance starts kind of working its way, you know, into our thought patterns. And well, it's got a whole science and neuroscience um, you know, research to back that up, but it's really, really interesting and very, very simple to do. You know, sometimes, sometimes the solution is the most simple thing. Mm -hmm. And that's why we don't even consider it <laughs> because it's so simple. And we're just like trying to, you know, do this big old course on <laughs> beating. Resistance. Analyze it to death. That's my Analyze it to death. Exactly. That's my I have to get out of my head sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, taking a minute goes a very long way. Um, and, I, and I love how Carmen says that the easiest thing to do is the thing not to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get distracted easily. Me. Yeah. Like I, I like a schedule like in the morning, but oh, if my granddaughter calls to talk to me oh well then I everything goes <laughs> so I, I think I will need to make that shorter say sorry I gotta go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well you know it's um it's easier to say no or to you know just kind of like have that boundary which by the way the boundary is with ourselves is not with the other person because we sometimes we tend to think that you know if somebody calls us like a granddaughter or a family member and you know they need help with something or they just want to talk and and catch up um we feel that we're saying no to them you know and that we're setting a boundary to them reaching out to us, but really the boundary is with us and saying, no, right now you need to work. This does not mean that you're not connecting with your family. It only means that right now you're connecting with what you committed to. It's not an either or, right? It's not either my commitment or I talk to my granddaughter. It's no, right now you're doing, you know, um, you're keeping your word to yourself and then you can keep your word with your granddaughter that you'll call her back in an hour and you can have both. But, you know, when the other, when it's the other way around and you, you know, talk to your granddaughter, which is always great, of course, for, for an hour that it, that becomes an either or equation. That's when it becomes an either or because, you know, you just, set aside something that you're going to do 
Um, so, and that's really, really easy to do. So the way to, um, to really have a, how do you say, have a, have a boundary handy for yourself is to be really clear on what you have to do each moment of the day. Because, you know, if somebody call, if you're unclear on what you have to do for the day, because you didn't set your goals, you didn't complete your WAP Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, and somebody reaches out for help, you're like, yeah, because I don't know, I really don't have much to do. You know, I mean, I have a whole list of things, but they're not on my calendar. (laughs) They're not on my schedule for today. So really, I have nothing to do. And then that's an easy yes. But if you know that, you know, you block time off from one to three and they call you at two, it's like, hey, I need to finish something. And then it becomes clear. The boundary is available. It's, it's handy. That's really important. Now, that this comes from someone who... I mean, I've been a total people pleaser for a long time and, and really I'm just very committed to service and to helping people, you know, heal and, and move forward with their life and evolve. And it's, it's a commitment that I take very, very seriously. So people around me know that friends and family know that. And I'm the one uh, who everyone reaches out to, you know, my sister, my brother, my mom, my friends, you know, my partner, everybody. And, um, and this, this whole concept of being a people pleaser was really a way for me. Yeah. In a way not to realize that it's not really that I am pleasing them right now. I'm saying no to me, you know, when, of course, when I can't be there, I want to be there, but not at all times, all day, every day, because then my goals are just pushed to next quarter. <laughs> so, you know, constantly. So, yeah, that st- stopped happening when I got very, very clear on what I wanted to achieve and how much time I have to do it. And also after, you know, setting my goals for the first time years ago and, and then seeing how I didn't achieve any of them, you know, when came the next quarter and there was like no goals achieved, no important ones at least. And I was like, oh, so just three months just, you know, <laughs> went by just like that. That's interesting. Okay. I need to really work on this and be really cl- clear on when I cannot be there for others. <laughs> So, and then it started becoming very clear when I couldn't and when I could. So that's, that's a little nugget. I think Vicky needs to go, right? Yeah. Well, let's take a picture before you go, Vicky. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that was just awesome, Natasha. Thank you for that chair. Really yeah. good. I think we've all been there constantly pushing out our three month goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's how you learn. You live, you learn. Yep. All right. Let's take a good smiley picture with Vicky. Cheese. Three, two, one. Awesome. And now let's take a crazy okay. one. Crazy one. Three, two, one. <laughs> See you, girls. Thank, Thank you. you. See you, Vicky. Bye, Vicky. Bye. 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 Mm-hmm. 
All right. So we have a little bit over five minutes left. If you ladies want to ask anything or share anything. I was just, when you were talking and about your um, setting the boundaries and stuff, it just kind of reminded me when you were also talking about integration, mm -hmm. um, right? Um, kind of like, no, you're saying, no, I can't help you right now, but I can do it later. Like yes. integrating things into the schedule somehow. Yeah. It just, it just seemed kind of correlated. That's all. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's absolutely correlated because you know, when, when I wasn't doing that, when I wasn't saying, um, Hey, you know, not right now, but let me call you when I'm done with this. I wasn't integrating me. Mm. I wasn't integrating the things that were top priority for me. Um, I was pushing them, you know, it's just like moving them eternally to the following week or the following month or quarter. Um, of course, there were a lot of very, uh, there, there were a lot of things that I moved forward with like a flash, you know, like logistics, you know, and or organizational things, you know, and, and getting my, my finances in check and all those things. But then the projects that were like, you know, had a big purpose behind them. It was just like, mm, you know, movable. <laughs> those were the movable pieces. Mm. And um, because those were the ones that mattered most, you know, because I knew that that was going to have a big impact. I knew that would mean putting myself out there. Mm. And so it wasn't really about, you know, that story of I'm so committed to service, helping everybody. Yeah. And also I'm pretty scared about this purpose <laughs> task. <laughs> so it's easier for me to help others, you know, mm. and it took me some time to realize that. And, and that, that's a, that's a great thing about setting your goals because you get to observe yourself. It's like, why, why is this, you know, thing that's so important to me never coming to life? Why do I keep pushing it and pushing it? It's like, oh, cause I always help others. Wait a minute. Is that even true? Of course I do. I do help others, but is it's that why it's, is that the reason I'm telling myself why this project isn't coming to life? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, I have the power to do that. So I realized that, yeah, I was choosing that over, you know, taking the time to sit down, get a little bit uncomfortable, you know, and, and do the things that are important to me because it was easier for me, you know, it was safer for me. Um, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, there's, there's a lot that comes with goal setting. It's, uh, it's building a more intimate relationship with yourself, getting real with yourself, you know, and, um, and by getting real with yourself, finding the right support, the best support that you need for that thing that, you know, it's just difficult. It's just a little bit challenging. Um, you know, it's not really about, you know, getting really hard with yourself, you know, and, and, you know, the tough love type of approach, it's really finding the best approach for you. Given that, you know, yourself more and you know that you have, you know, resistance will come up with certain things. So how can I best support myself when I sit down with this thing that's challenging for me? You know, should I call a girlfriend, you know, and sit down and plan this out with somebody? Does that feel supportive for me? Should I hire a coach, a mentor? 
Um, should I create a ritual around it? You know, like today, you know, half of the day, my, you know, my schedule is blocked off. I'm going to my favorite cafe. You know, I'm going to treat myself to something like Vicky said, and I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do this because I love myself. You know, whatever it is, that's going to feel supportive and nurturing for you because it's mm-hmm. a little bit harder when you do that. how does that sound i see how you're taking notes you're like oh (laughs) supporting myself it sounds good (laughs) but i'm not sure where to go for support (laughs) well you know um it could be internally or it could be with others um and you have a whole community you know soulcraft to support you it could be an accountability buddy. It could be, you know, um, just really just a, a date with yourself. If um, Because, you know, a lot of people like myself, I feel supported and, and contained when I'm working with somebody, even if it's just a friend who, who's not in the business, but that I could, you know, use as a sounding board and share what I'm creating to see what questions they have. Uh, if, if what I'm trying to um, communicate makes sense to somebody who's not from the field. Um, so, you know, even if it's just that, I feel my nervous system feels more at ease because when I'm alone, the rumination gets in the way and doesn't like, let me work the way that I want. That's good. I, I, that doesn't mean that, you know, I always have to be, you know, sitting next to someone, you know, in order to do it. But, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit tougher than other times. You know, sometimes I'm, you know, we're going through things in life. Like when I, when I separated from my ex-partner, you know, I was like on a roll with my business, but then all of a sudden I was super sensitive. So I had weekly dates, um, work dates with, um, one of my girlfriends and she was, she's an entrepreneur, but she, you know, works in a different field and we just get together, you know, at a cafe, a really nice one with great, like coffee and cakes. (laughs) And we would sit down and work for six hours straight. And that was like the best medicine for me, the best medicine. So, you know, whatever it is, depending on what you're, how you're feeling, what you're going through in life, you know. And then you create this little toolbox for yourself. You know, when I feel this way, when I'm having up days, this is what I need. When I'm having down days, this is what I need. All right. Thank you. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, I almost lost you right, know, right before the end of the call. <laughs> All right, ladies, thank you so much. This was an awesome call. You know, these calls are really great for me too. I, I leave these calls energized and just so happy to serve you. Thank you, Natasha. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you you. so much. Bye, ladies. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Natasha. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.